Shalom Obracha, we're up to Meseches, Soita Daf Zayin. Today's Daf discusses the Soita process. While we have Talmud Chachamim escorting her, why do we need the Bezdin Hagadol to be involved in a Soita? And we discussed the pep talk that we give the Soita about Tadikim who admitted to their mistakes. We begin with a mission that tells us what did they do with the Soita? They would walk her to Bezdin, wherever she was living. It would, the, that Bezdin would give her two Talmidei Chachamim to walk with her along the road just in case the husband would be by her on the way. If Yehuda says that we can trust the husband on this. In the Gemara we learn with these two Talmidei Chachamim and the husband we end up having three people, three men walking with the Saita. This sounds like a Raya to Rav because if Yehuda Marav tells us when it comes to El that both in a city or on the road, if you have less than three men, you have an issue of yichud. Because maybe one of them will need the bathroom. And if you only have two people, then the last guy is going to be left with an iser yichud. Maybe that's why the Chachamim said, Tafka tutami the Chachamim. But the Gemara answers, no, no, no. Here the reason was different. They're not actually here to prevent yichud. Over here, they're trying to be witnesses. They're there to testify that the husband wasn't with her on the way to the Saita process, which would invalidate the Saita waters, like we learned previously. Now, why do we dafkani tamid chachamim? Well, it sounds like a raya. Now, another statement of Rav, where he says, Rabbi the Marav tells us, that if the people who are having yichud with this woman are prutzim, that even ten people would be in Isra yichud and there's actually a ma'isa like that. The command says, no, they just need to be talmid chachamim in the sense that they have to know the halacha, that if the husband does not stay away from his wife, the saita, then the saita will not be boydaker. They have to know how to give that hasra in their testimony. Now, in Amish, Irv Yehuda told us that we trust the husband to walk with his wife to the Saita. Uh, in a Brisa, Rav Yehuda tells us that the reason why we trust the husband is because of a Kavachimer. You see, we trust the husband when it comes to Hilchas Nida, and that's an Isser Kares. Saita is just alive. Of course, we're going to believe him. But the Rabbanan say that it's different. You can't learn from Nida. Since Nida is such a big Isser, that's why we trust him. Saita is just alive, so we can't trust him to overcome his Sahara. Rabbi Yehuda seems to be learning from a Kava Choymer. The problem is that we have documented Rabbi Yehuda learning from a Pasuk that we trust the husband. The Bryson tells us from the Pasuk of a Havio Ishes Ishtoy El that the man brings his wife to the Kayin. The Torah is telling us that the husband could do it himself. The Chachomim, Tanakama tells us, added that you have to have two Talmidei Chachamim going along to be made that the husband wasn't Bailer. Rabbi Isaac Chavar actually asks here on the Taz, the Taz famously says in a number of places that the Chachamim are only allowed to disagree with a Deraisa if it's not a Beferish or Pasuk. If it's Mefurish Bekra, they're not allowed to argue. It sounds like here they are. And not allowing the husband to bring his wife himself. In that, the Bryce continues, Rabbi Yitzhi tells us that we trust the husband 
to walk himself from the Kava Chaymer, from Mida, Mida's Karis, and we trust him. So we definitely trust him with the Saita, which is a lot. Tanakam over there argued with the VAC and said, You can't learn from Nida because Nida has a time. Just wait a little while and then she'll be mutter. She won't be a Nida anymore. But a Saita is also forever. And we know Mayan Ganuv and Nimtaku. If Yehuda in that price over here, and this is why we're bringing it in, tells us that he doesn't say Kavachaymer. He says, We learn from the Pasuk, why are you telling me that he's learning from a Kavachaymer? He's, he's clearly learning it from a Pasuk. So the Gemara answers that Rabbi Huda first presented his Kavachaymer from Nida. When they shloved it up, he then brought a Pasuk. The difference between Rabbi Huda's statement in the Brisa and Tanakama's was that Tanakama added that the Chachomim required the two Tamil Chachomim to go along. Rabbi Huda did not say that. Now we have a new mission that says that they would bring the site up in the next step of her processing to the Bezna Godel Nehushalayim. And they would scare her. Just like they would scare people who were going for a Chiv uh, Misa. And they would tell her, BT, my daughter, you know what causes Averis like this? A lot of wine, schoik, frivolity, immaturity, acting like a child, bad neighbors. For the, for the name of Shemoy HaGadol, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we wrote on this paper, we're going to need to erase it. We don't want to erase it in the water. So just admit it so we don't have to. They would tell her things that normally shouldn't be heard about tzaddikim in history doing Averis, but how they admit it to them. If she says, Tamei then you destroy her ksuba, or you give her a receipt on her ksuba, it's all paid for, and she is divorced. The marriage is dissolved. But if she claims to Ani, then you move on to the next step of the Saita. You bring her to the eastern wall by Shar Nikanor, by the opening entrance over there. That entrance was not Kodesh, an entrance there. That's where they would give the Saita to drink. That's where they would the Matari Yelodes and the Mitzayroyim who couldn't go into the Azara, into the Kedusha Azara. So they left that Entrance way, not Kaddish. The Kayin takes her clothing, he tears it or even shreds it until her heart is exposed and cover, uncovers her here. Rabbi Huda says that if she's, if she's attractive, then we don't do that. It's not a good idea. We'll discuss that in the Gemara. If she's wearing white, nice clothing, then we dress her up in black clothing. If she's wearing any gold or fancy jewelry, we remove those to make her repulsive. Then they take, a, they, they take a rope and they tie her clothing above her chest. Anyone who wants to see this process comes to watch it. When besides for her, Avodim and Shvachis, we don't want them there because that'll make her want to straighten up and have a Liba Gas towards them and she may refuse to admit we want her to have that lower feeling. All women are allowed to watch. Like the Pasuk says, We want them to learn the lesson of what can happen from being involved with Nus. Now the Gemara asks, why does Bez and Agodol need to get involved? This sounds like a small court issue. So Rebbe Chanina tells us 
We learned this from Torah. Torah, the Pasuk says, And the Pasuk says, Just like over there, it's 71 people on the Bezdin, Beznagadol, so too by Saiga. Now, how do we scare her? What do we tell her? It sounds like we're scaring her to not drink. The issue is where we have a Tosefta that says that we, we scare her not to drink, but we also scare her to drink. We tell her, you know, BT, my daughter, if you know that you are tar, that you weren't mazana, then come ahead and drink. The Mayim Amarim are like a dry ointment. If you put it on raw skin, there's an, a bruise there, it'll heal it. If not, it won't do anything. It sounds like we do want her to drink. We're encouraging her to drink. Gemara answers yes. It depends at what stage in the site we're up to. Before we erase the name, we encourage her to admit it, not to drink. But once we erased it, she should drink. We're already that, that far into the process. We might as well go through the bedika. What are these scary things that we tell her? We tell her stories that happen in the Ksuvim HaRishoyinim, where Chachamim admitted to their guilt. All right, the Pasuk says, Hashem Chachamim Yagidu Veloi Kochtum Avoisam. And they ended up being with, in Gan Eden, right? Yehuda admitted. He wasn't embarrassed to admit that he messed up. And at the end, he got Chayel El Maba. Ruben also admitted that he got Chayel El Maba. What was their schar? The Gemara says, what do you mean, what was their schar? We just said, no, what's their schar? Ulam Hazeh for admitting. So the Pasuk says, Lehem Levadam Nasato Haaretz Veloi no other nations were allowed to go through their land. Now, we find a puzzle that says that Yehuda admitted. Where do we see that Reuben admitted? He never said, So, Rav Shmuel and Nachmini tell us the puzzle of Yehi Reuben Ba'al Yomais. tells us that Reuben admitted. We see all the years, 40 years, we're in the midbar. Yehuda's bones were rattling in the coffin. Until Moshe Rabbeinu asked Rachman, he told the Bani Shlelem, who made Reuven be moida that he switched around the beds? Yehuda. Vizoisli Yehuda. And immediately, Shoma Hashem called Yehuda and, the, and his bones stopped rattling. But he still wasn't allowed into the Masifta de Rakia. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, Val Amui Tivienu, let Yehuda into Yeshiva up there. So he went, but he still he wasn't able to, he wasn't able to follow along with all the other Rabbanan. So Moshe said, Yodov Ravloi. He's able to understand, but he still wasn't able to come down to a psak, a the Hilchasa. So Moshe said, that he should also be able to make, make a psak. Now Yehuda admitted. Why did Yehuda admit that he slept with Tamar? So that Tamar wouldn't be Chayv Sreifa to save her life. But Ruvain. Switching around the beds, what's shot that he admitted, Taka? Rav Shesha says that it's a, it's a chutzpah, chutzpah for someone to admit their avarice for no reason. So the Gemara answers there was a good reason. Ruben admitted so that none of his brothers would be suspected as being the ones who switched around the beds. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.